When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Chapter 29 Al Kern looked more or less the same from the outside. There had been some shifting as space within collapsed. The doorway at the base had been buried in a rock slide, and Max had taken care of the fissure in the rock they had crawled out of by causing another small one. The sun was blazing with the heat of the late afternoon, and the world turned as if it were entirely unaware of how close it had just come to ending. "'Well, Max,' the Red Panda said, "'I'm sorry that we failed to retrieve the eye.' Falcone smiled grimly and shook his head. "'I'm not sorry in the least. The Council of Majors may think that they are above the temptations of power, but the safest place for the eye of Anubis is buried under tons of rock. Al Kern hid the stone for thousands of years. I feel certain that it may continue to do so. You know, the Red Panda said hopefully, although the Great Hall was destroyed, it is entirely possible that much of that pyramid survived the blast intact. Though you couldn't really excavate it without someone discovering the eye, could you? Falcone said gently. Ah, no, the Red Panda agreed. Well, there it is. You daydreaming about a career change? The Flying Squirrel asked. Not for me, the Red Panda protested, but for Fenwick. Renowned Egyptologist sounds better than wealthy playboy, doesn't it? You'd have a heck of a commute for night patrol, she grinned, showing an alarming number of teeth. The Flying Squirrel was not sorry to see the back of this particular adventure. The Red Panda surveyed the slope. You know, he said, we can't really assume that no one will notice all of this shifting. The Valley of the Kings is a pretty closely observed sight, and it is right next door. I agree, the stranger said. Once the two of you have secured a boat to take you back to Luxor, I thought I might whip up a little sandstorm to hide any features that might provoke interest. You aren't coming with us? the Flying Squirrel asked, surprised. Falcone shook his head. "'No, my dear, I thank you for the offer, and for coming all this way to rescue an old fool. "'But I really am feeling more like my old self. "'The great Falcone touring show is en route to Australia, and I must meet it there.' "'That's a long trip,' the Flying Squirrel said, concerned. "'Yes,' the stranger said, gently amused. "'Might take me twenty minutes.' "'Show off,' she grinned. "'Darn tootin,' he replied. The three of them began to walk down the slope, skirting the valley toward the river crossing. "'This sandstorm I was thinking of starting,' Falcone began. "'I'll probably let it run for hours. You two probably won't be able to leave the hotel at all until morning.' The flying squirrel glared daggers at the sorcerer and mouthed the words, "'Stop it!' behind the red panda's back. But she needn't have worried. 
Suits me, the man in the mask said. I haven't slept in days. Ah, yes, the stranger said sadly, shaking his head. What about Pavley's clients, the red panda asked. Do you think they will try and excavate the mountain and retrieve the eye? That would be as bad as losing it in the first place. Falcone shook his head. I doubt very much that Pavley kept them that closely in the loop for fear of being cut out entirely. And searching the mountain was something of an improvisation, as you may recall. But I feel certain that the council will put a watcher on it, just in case. Falcone stopped walking. This is where I shall say adieu, my friends. Take care of each other. Until the next time. The red panda shook the stranger's hand. You'll have a devil of a time explaining away that dirty old robe when you get to Australia, Max, he smiled. My dear boy, Falcone said, I am in show business. I don't have trouble explaining anything. The flying squirrel looked down at her catsuit. Hey, talking about explanations, how the heck am I supposed to get across the river and back to the hotel like this? It was one thing in the middle of the night, but... Take off the mask, he offered, and removed his own along with his gloves. Easy. Easy for you, she protested. You're a man in a suit. No one knows us here, he said, removing her flight goggles and putting them in his pocket. It'll be fine. She thought for a moment that he was going to remove her mask for her, which probably would have been a little more excitement than she could stand without making some appallingly girlish noise. And then they both seemed to remember the safety device in her cowl that would give him a painful electric shock if he tried. She pulled her cowl back herself and freed her hair, which fell about her face in the mortifyingly mop-like manner she called cowlhead. He removed his fedora and plunked it on her head gently, then removed his long gray coat and held it out for her to put on. It was like a tent on her, and even as she rolled up the sleeves she looked like a child playing dress-up. But the squirrel suit was effectively hidden. There, he said proudly. You look like I stayed out all night and forgot my clothes somewhere, she offered. No one knows us here, he said soothingly. No, she said, looking up at him from under the brim of his own hat. I guess they don't. For a moment, neither one of them said anything. Well, he said at last, breaking the spell, I suppose we should see about a boat. Right, she said. Youth is wasted on the young, Falcone said softly. What's that? the red panda asked, turning back to him. I said thank you again, old friend, Maxwell Falcone said with a twinkle in his eye. And goodbye. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.